Maurice and I would like to take a little time to thank Robert Rogers and all the folks at Parks Motor Sales for sponsoring the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast. When you need special treatment during your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, visit Parks Motor Sales at 919 Nashville Highway in Columbia or visit them online at parksmotorsales.com. care about it's southern middle tennessee sports today once again with mo here's chris yes here i am right here on southern middle tennessee sports today presented by mid tennessee bone and joint in the front porch studio gotta love it the former office of our friend dan james now home to a bunch of my sports memorabilia (laughs) and uh, a random piano and four microphones. We like that. And a couple of computers. An iPad. (laughs) And four cell phones. Five, six, seven, eight cell phones. More more, more cell phones than you can shake a stick. Yeah. (laughs) We we got more cell phones (laughs) than I have ever seen in any place. So, yeah, we are excited to be here. well connected. Yeah, that we are. That we are. Uh, Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today is coming to you from the Lee Company studio, and we appreciate you guys hanging out with us down in Franklin County on WZYX and, of course, here on WKOM Facebook. We are back up. Uh, that was my fault. I didn't uh, didn't get rid of some old videos, so we are should be back up on Facebook now. We've, we are still on Twitter, so we appreciate you guys hanging out with us there as well. Um, really excited about our next guest because it's, well, we love having her. We, we always do. She's a big friend of the show. And so we are excited to, uh, to welcome in. Well, she is an AP pro football writer, a four time Tennessee sports writer of the year. She is a member of the 2020 TSWA hall of fame. She covers the Tennessee Titans, the Nashville Predators, the Memphis Grizzlies, and she also covers college football and hoops. We welcome Teresa Walker of the Associated Press. <laughs> Good morning, gentlemen. I, after that intro, no wonder I feel tired this morning. <laughs> did, I, did I miss anything? I, I don't think so. Well, maybe Olympics, because uh, I am scheduled uh, to leave July 21st for Tokyo, Mm-mm. my sixth Olympics. Mm-mm. Good job. See, you had one job. Well, she's been to so many, so, you know. Well, you did, you did mention, fail to mention a con- certain connection you have to this, uh, to this oh, studio. Yeah, oh, yeah. And she's my mom. <laughs> she's also the uh, mother of the greatest intern to ever grace this uh, studio. Oh, you wow. and Andrew might have to fight. <laughs> Don't show up tomorrow. <laughs> All, all I can say is that, uh, you know, sometimes greatness does follow in greatness. But, uh, you know, he does have the blessing of, you know, having my married name, not my professional name, which, you know, hopefully will help ease the expectations that follow him. Although, you know, you know, let's just mention uh, people know me, you know, I, I, I hate to tell him this sometimes, but it's like 
I don't think he quite understands how many people. And in fact, Mo, you were the one who pointed that out to him. It was he was helping me in a Music City Bowl once once upon a time, and uh, interning for me in a way. Uh, and, and and you pointed out to him. He's like, Mom, you you know an awful lot of people here, and it's like, well, and you pointed out to him, well, yeah. You, you, a lot of people do know your mom, so sorry, kid. I've learned since then. One thing's for sure: he does not lack for confidence, Teresa. Clearly, <laughs> so. Well, you know, sometimes the ego doesn't fall far from the tree. <laughs> we understand. Um, speaking on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with Teresa Walker, whose um, introduction needs no follow-up, basically. But Teresa. Um, I saw on Twitter earlier this week, you've got a pretty big interview this afternoon, and I'm I'm really pumped for it. Uh, I think I've got a scheduling conflict, so I'm not going to be able to see it or hear it live, but it's certainly something that I plan to go back and try to catch up on later on today. Tell folks who you're going to be virtually rubbing elbows with later this afternoon. Well, I am very stoked about this. Uh, Carla Williams is the athletic director of Virginia. Once upon a time, worked at uh, Vanderbilt mm-hmm. and played college basketball at Georgia. Uh, Candace Story Lee of Vanderbilt. And then uh, Nina King, who is a little busy right about now. Mm-hmm. She's not the AD yet at Duke, but she will replace Kevin White, father of UT AD Danny White, on September 1st as Duke's next uh, athletic director. She's got a little bit of a to-do list starting already. Um, <laughs> having to replace Mike Krzyzewski uh, as men's basketball coach. But yeah, talk, these are the three women, the only three black female athletic directors in a Power 5 conference. Uh, and there's just the three. Carla Williams was hired in uh, later 2017. Candace was uh, promoted to the job I thought she should have had from the start last year in, in May. And uh, around, my, I think it was May 19th, Duke announced that uh, Nina King would be replacing Kevin White. So, you know, these three women going to get a chance to talk to them, a live conversation on Twitter. Yes, I was working out the technical kinks on this yesterday and uh, did a promo, and there is a little delay. Sorry about that. I, I, I am I am used to working behind the scenes, talking and then talking to folks like you. Y'all take care of the technical stuff. So it's like you call me, I get on. I, you know, so I've had to actually go behind the scenes and learn some of this stuff. But talking with these women, I think it'll go 30 to maybe 40, 45 minutes. But, you know, these women all know each other. And uh, I'm certainly looking to the con- forward to this conversation because as a woman in the sports industry, I've completely understood. I mean, once upon a time, uh, there were no other women in the state of Tennessee. So I was always incredibly grateful for, you know, the friendship of professionals like yourself, Mo, and helping me kind of wade into these waters back in the day. Uh, and, you know, so these women completely understand what it's like to now have the, you know, have a couple other women to be able to pick up the phone and have a conversation with, uh, dealing with some of the very same issues that, uh, yeah, all the other athletic directors are dealing with, but, you know, as a woman, it's just a little different. And so I, I can't wait to talk to these three women. And and I I just think, Teresa, for, for all the reasons that you laid out there, I think you are uniquely qualified to kind of moderate this conversation, I guess, for lack of a better phrase. Yeah, trust me. I've been going over my questions and uh, trying to get ready for it. There, yeah, I'm feeling a little pressure for this one. But uh, the good thing is I know Candace, and I know that Candace is friends with these other two women. So it, hopefully that eases. But you know me, once I start talking, uh, you know, 
luckily all that kind of goes away. I just get busy talking. What I'm fascinated with is particularly the connection between Carla and Candace. Um, Carla being the first when she was named up at Virginia and then Candace last year. And I think Carla was on campus at Vanderbilt when, when Candace played at Vanderbilt. And so I would imagine that they've got a connection, a relationship that, that transcends the professional portion of it. Well, and that's the thing you've got these women, you know, here's the thing I I'm lucky to have now lots of, women, uh, female friends in, in sports journalism. And it's great, you know, cause you know, we, it, it's, it's sometimes it's just not, Hey, how you doing? But you know, sometimes we women are going through things that you, we can't have this conversation with a man about. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, I, when I was pregnant with the kid there in 1998, <laughs> uh, you know, it, it, there weren't, again, there weren't hardly any women in the market. And, uh, you know, the, it was funny. Some of the most, uh, the, 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 the best considerations I had and conversations I had was actually Willie Davis was wide receiver with the then Tennessee Oilers and his wife had gone through a similar pregnancy. And so anytime I'd come in that cramped locker room at Bellevue, he knew that I was looking for every trash can in the room because I was afraid I was going to lose it in there because it was a rough, rough pregnancy. And so I've been able to since give suggestions and tips to other women who've been going through pregnancy. You can't, you know, sorry, but you know, too many guys. No, you're not, you know, not a lot of men, especially young guys, haven't had that experience yet, and they certainly don't go go through it the way I went through it. So it is going to be interesting because, you know, and they all know each other. And yes, you know, when I when when uh, Nina King was promoted, I talked to, to Candace, and you know, it, it's a tight sorority, shall we say, not a fraternity among these women ADs or looming ADs with Nina King's case, but you know, they do know each other, and and that's the fun part is they have a relationship. And now they're, you know, it, it's got to help considering that they're facing and they're going to be graded in a way that, uh, you know, their male peers certainly aren't. And, uh, you know, I'm familiar with that. Speaking on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with Teresa Walker, you know, it's it's interesting that it's these three schools specifically, the very high academic uh, focused schools who have uh, these three women as as athletic directors? I, I find that very intriguing uh, because I, I'm curious as to you know how that played into the decision to to take on these three women. And, and I feel like you know when we look at the the world of athletic directors across the the country, this is a trend that is going to begin taking over uh, a lot of different schools uh, in the country. So how how exciting is it to be able to, to kind of get in on the ground floor with these three to talk about what is clearly trending in that direction? Well, it's a great point. You know, Duke and, and Vanderbilt are both private schools, even though they're in Power 5. So maybe there's, you know, less – I don't know, you know, maybe it's easier to, to, to promote the right people in these situations. You know, Virginia is not a private school. And, uh, you know, I, I kind of wonder if maybe Georgia, you know, considering how much experience she had there, you know, she, she was in a, not only did she play at uh, Georgia, she was on Andy uh, Lee's staff when they went to a final four with national runner up in the nineties. And then she, you know, she worked there as a, as an associate or, you know, she was in that athletic director chain. Uh, and, but she also worked at Florida state. 
Vanderbilt, and then she went to Virginia from Georgia. And, you know, she's the one who hired Tina Thompson uh, as women's basketball coach there. And, you know, they won a national championship in basketball. I think it was under her tenure as full AD. So, you know, and, and you know, shoot, uh, Vanderbilt and Duke are both in the, you know, baseball tournament starting tomorrow. I think it's tomorrow for both teams. Uh, so it's just, you know, but you look around other colleges, you know, look over in Knoxville, actually. Dante Plowman is the chancellor there, uh, you know, and she's done a pretty great job over the last year of riding herd on the athletic department, uh, a, a part of the university that seems like it's, well, let's put it this way, it's had its issues over the last 10, 15 years easily. So, uh, and she seems to have brought some stability, not just to the university, but to the athletic department. And as I'm looking around, you're right, Chris, there do, there does seem to be, it, it feels like there's more women being at chancellors, presidents of universities. So it does seem to follow that, you know, especially with uh, Title IX having so many decades now under itself, that we're going to see more and more and more candidates and women rising to these athletic director jobs. So, uh, you know, and there are many other women out there. Okay, let's not forget. I'm, I'm only talking with the three black female ADs in Power Five conferences. There are more women athletic directors out there already, but it just seems that, you know, these women are working in athletics uh, may not be the side that we get all the attention, you know, because, you know, they're not at news conferences, they're not on sidelines or, or things like that, but, you know, they're, they're behind the scenes getting things done. Nina King, she was in, she was overseeing football and, and women's basketball over at Duke. And who did Duke hire as women's basketball coach? What just around, you know, it was Carol Lawson, somebody that we thought might be the new Tennessee coach and said they, and so Fulmer ends up hiring Kelly Harper. One of the things that, uh, Carol Lawson pointed out, she liked the diversity that Duke had in its administration and in the powers that be. Something that when as a UT board of trustee, I was on the meeting last year, I think it was in last June, where she kind of raised concerns about the lack of diversity at the University of Tennessee. So um, it's just fun to watch. And, you know, and Candace, she was kind of, she was the one who was riding hurt on football before she, you know, before, you know, uh, they, they, they're misguided hire of shoot now i can't even remember malcolm's last name Turner. but you know they thank you malcolm turner they hired the president of the g league that you know from you know they were very proud of their out of the box hire and that lasted about a year and then they end up going to the person i thought should have had it all along a person who you know let's put it this way you know she Derek mason yes he, she had to fire him last december but you know he he supported her jerry stackhouse has been her in, in her corner um so it, it, because she was the person who had the point contact with these sports so you know they've got they're doing the work they've been doing the work and they're connected and i do think that this is a trend that we're going to see more and more. This sorority is going to grow faster sooner rather than later. We're on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with Teresa Walker of the Associated Press and mother of Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today intern Lawson Smith. Um, And Teresa, um, one of the things that has come up over the last couple of weeks, I guess, in particular with, you know, the college softball postseason, and I don't know how deep you get into specific topics with specific ADs during this conversation that you're going to have with, you know, Carla Williams, Nina King, and Candace Lee. But Vanderbilt softball, you never hear those together because Vanderbilt doesn't have it. Did we lose, Teresa? 
Okay. No, I'm here. I'm okay, here. good. I just heard a beep like somebody was beeping in. Um, is that a conversation that has taken place at high levels? Why doesn't Vandy have softball? Because I'm hearing it a pretty good bit. You know, I, I've had so many conversations over the years. You know, David Williams, uh, I don't, I haven't had that specific conversation yet with Candace because, uh, Lord, over the last year with the pandemic and – She's been uh, a little busy. She's been a little busy. And then, oh, yeah, hiring a new football coach, new women's basketball coach. And and uh, so – but, you know, as somebody who – I used to play softball. You know, I played softball for 20 years. One reason why my knees are not in great shape. Um, but, uh, you know, in fact, I always thought that they would add maybe a swimming team beforehand. But, you know, in conversations with Gordon Gee to, to David, et cetera, uh, you know, because they, they were they were so close, you know, almost across the street to the Centennial Sportsplex and that pool, um, you know, and but let's face it, I, I, I did ask about adding a softball team once upon a time. And, you know, it just seemed like that wasn't a sport at that time that was on their radar. Uh, considering how much money the SEC keeps throwing and the growth of softball and the College World Series, uh, it just seems like that is a sport that would be easy to, to dive into uh, and, and be the final SEC team into that pool. Uh, you know, if you look at what Tim Corbin's done in baseball, you know, why, you know, why can't you do that in softball so you know it's, it's not it's, I'd love to see it but uh, you know I'm, I'm going to put that down on my list of questions to ask I would love to see the SEC softball in Nashville too just because I want to see SEC softball in Nashville I want to go see it <laughs> you know what I mean so I'm for that for sure hey, Here's the thing. What we're seeing, is all the TV numbers for all sports across the board just seem to be rising. And, uh, you know, I'm curious to see what happens with this College World Series uh, with the numbers because, you know, people are tuning back in. You know, it's really weird. You know, over the last year we were kind of locked down and maybe it was just because sports were in the wrong time of the calendar and our circadian rhythms were off. But, you know, the, the, the rating numbers are just way up. Uh, for almost everything this spring. So I'm very curious to see what the College World Series does in, in, in doing that. And I would say that uh, the answer that I got once upon a time was where would they put softball field over at Vanderbilt? And, uh, you know, space has not changed in, in that configuration for, you know, so, uh, but, you know, at a certain point, you to kind of have to make it do what it do and get into that pool, you would think. Mm. Is what it is. Thanks uh, so much for hanging out with us this morning, Teresa. We really appreciate it, and looking forward to, like we said, that uh, that conversation that you're going to be having today. Thank you. Turn in at uh, one o'clock central. Uh, it's on the AP Top Twenty Five on Twitter. And if you miss it, yes, it will be available because you know all you got to do is go find that tweet, and the replay will be available. And uh, yes, I'm I'm going to. I'm putting on my makeup today because uh, I did not have anything on for the promo yesterday. And I'm like, oh, my God. So please tune in. And if you miss it, tune in and watch the replay. It'll be available. Okay. Well, that I'm sure some of us will be doing. <laughs> we, I'll be tweeting it out so you'll be able to find it. All right. Sounds good. Teresa Thank Walker with us. Teresa Walker of the Associated Press with us here on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. We appreciate her time as she gets ready for this Big interview later on this afternoon, and with that, we're going to take a break here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. 
Stay with us on the other side as we return to the Lee Company studio. Thank you for listening to the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast brought to you by Parks Motor Sales. Don't forget to listen each day live 9 to 11 a.m. on WKOM 1017 FM in Columbia. Also visit our website sm-tnsports.com for more local sports coverage in Southern Middle Tennessee.